0: Greetings, friends, and welcome to the Gospel Underground Podcast. This is episode 98, Kayla, home from college. We are broadcasting live, well, live for us from our worldwide headquarters here in Blacksburg, Virginia. I'm here again, once again, with one of our most frequented guests on the underground here, my firstborn, Kayla Joy Monahan. What's up, Kayla? Hi. Do you think it's cold in my shed?
1: A little bit, but... You like everything freezing, so I'm not surprised.
0: Jesse thinks it's cold, too, and he usually stays geared up. And um, I don't know if you're wearing your hat because you're cold or because you're cute in your hat, but I like both. Definitely Uh, both. Both. (laughs) (laughs) Both. Well, thanks for joining me again. You are home now. We certainly had a good time with our first Kayla at college in the first semester when you guys made national news where the conservatives were upset with Washington and Lee saying that you were uh, seditiously training the youth of America to overthrow these United States. You defended yourself well and uh, explained to us that it was a writing seminar looking at uh, different changing uh, governments, manifestos, and learning to write manifestos yourself. Not a bad thing, particularly when one of the first texts in that class was the Declaration of Independence. So we're not doing that today. There's no controversy. We're home together. Uh, uh, Kayla got home a couple weeks ago now. Has it been that long?
1: Yeah, it was November 19th, so it's been just about
0: a month. Yeah, almost a month. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to time warp y'all. We, we've had quite a, quite a lot going on, and Kayla's yeah. been a great help helping out with uh, my wife, Casey, and her mother. She's had some surgeries, and we've just been serving her, and you've been wonderful. Thank you for all your help, but I uh, wanted to have you on again because, obviously, you were coming out of the COVID life wearing masks and... You know, you're getting emails now from your college about what what to do uh, in the winter semester. I just want to go back. Just want to go back, yeah. You'll be tested on the way in and wear masks and all that, but uh, we hope you can go back as well, so what has it been like? You know, coming, you don't know a different. Uh, you couldn't go to football games, you couldn't go to sporting events, which I always thought was fun. As you know, as a freshman going to U N C football, we dominated Miami this weekend. Uh, Hokies beat the Wahoos. Always good to see U V A lose. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Steve Garland. Uh, go Hokies. So, but you didn't get any of that kind of college life experience, but you did have some and and made some good friends. You would mentioned, hey, I want to go back so you can see your senior friends. Uh, what's what's it like transition? home now would be you know you got you're getting allowance i'm giving a dollar dollar 50 a week again no no i'm just kidding we we never really did never that never yeah you know, we, we just we just share the work at our house and uh yeah. she, we need things we, we i zell money to my daughter because i'm a i'm a man and a father i like to zell slide some cash uh towards kayla joy what is it like being home after being a big grown college person now back at your house
1: um it's been good it's been a different um but I feel like now it feels great. Yeah. At the beginning when I first got home, I was really nervous. More about my friendships from high school than like family stuff. Um, and so I was kind of surprised when I got home. And I just felt like I had been – I this is – Oh, a stretch. I yeah. was not erased, but it kind of felt like I was yeah. erased.
0: Yeah, there was a life going on that you were not a part of. Even yeah, we even had a separate group text called Home Team at Home. Uh, oh, I didn't know I, that. You, you, you didn't know. Well, now I just <laughs> let me add to it. Well, we just didn't want to burden you with all the chitter uh, chatter that was going yeah. on about details of schedules and stuff. But, yeah. Well, I came uh,
1: home and like my color wasn't on the whiteboard. That's right. And I was like, that's right. And that sounds silly, but we have a huge whiteboard that's color coded. Like that's my baby. Yeah. And
0: you used to help your mom architect that. Yeah. You know, Know, analog technology serving the family and I
1: wasn't even on it and yeah. I was like mom you didn't even have what day you're picking me up like I didn't <laughs> she was like well we didn't know what day and I was like you're right I didn't make a decision so like it was just really odd yeah. to like come back into that and everybody's in school everybody's still in soccer everyone's still working like yeah. and I had nothing because I finished my exams yeah. before Thanksgiving break um and was done
0: yeah
1: huge blessing yeah. um and was done done but so I had nothing to do and I was like well
0: I'm home. What do I do? What Hi, I do? I, I'm back. You, you know what I like about you, though? This is really fun. When I came home, probably my freshman year, the first time, I was thinking, well, I, my mom was like, what do you want to eat? She was go cook me dinner and do my laundry. <laughs> no, first thing I did was
1: dishes and laundry when I got home. Yeah, I cleaned yeah. the whole house from yeah. top to bottom. No, I, done... I
0: meant she was going to do it for me. I
1: know. That's what I'm saying. I didn't do you're that. You're thinking
0: about seeing your friends. You're helping us out. <laughs> hey, you're just like... Yeah. You're a pretty great kid. That's just my <laughs> just my opinion, but it's been great to have you home. Yeah, and um, it's
1: been good now. Like I feel like I've figured out like my rhythms in the house now, and like it's been it it's, feels way more normal, different than it did before, but way normal now. And I really enjoy being home, kind of helping with whatever I can. Kai and I went to Narrows and got a Christmas tree, just the two of us. Yes,
0: yes, we couldn't get it in our schedule. I, I had it scheduled to for us to go get our Christmas tree uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Which is my birthday. Uh, I will be 48 years old. Close to 50. Um, oh. and, and so, I, yeah, old. <laughs> um, but I couldn't, I couldn't go. and you know, It's going to be a snowstorm here tomorrow, so we can't go get a tree tomorrow. So the girls, our grown girls, went yep. and got the Christmas tree for the by family ourselves. all by themselves. They, the guy
1: cut it down and strapped the car, and then we made it. I was only two minutes late to pick Tommy up from <laughs> wrestling practice, so I think it was fine. That's
0: right. Tommy's wrestling practice where they have to stay 10 feet apart. And wear masks. And wear masks and lift weights and act. I don't know what they're doing. But anyway. We'll pray for that. Well, Kayla, today, um, one of the things that we've been talking about here on the podcast, you guys who have been following around, following, following along, following us around on these <laughs> internets, um, we've been talking about the importance of a distinct Christian identity amidst kind of this politically. Charge, turmoil time in our culture and that how we always live life in the borderlands between the kingdom of God and the the kingdoms of this earth. And that we have to have a distinct identity as we travel through them. We have to resist certain things. We have to resist the siren songs of power and pleasure. We have to resist people that would say, come away with us and kind of do things that way. Um, We certainly have to resist people who want to erode human rights. We just talked about that. And the unique thing about a university setting, you guys talk about all these things. A lot of people caring about a lot yeah. of stuff and writing stuff, reading stuff. And uh, you're a you're a follower of Jesus, Christian convictions, worldview. Um, a thoughtful person by nature you think you think and read deeply Um, and you're in college right I just wanted to talk to you a little bit not a you know I'm not going to grill you about what are your professors (laughs) teaching you Uh, most weeks we were talking anyway about when you were preparing for all the time yeah for different things which was a honor for me I mean I love intellectual uh, banter and and jousting and things and so you sharing some of the things you guys are going to be talking about and things you read yeah I I would be reading
1: something I'd be like I need to talk about this before I have to talk about this, and so yeah. I'd like we'd schedule a call, talk for it was supposed to be half an hour, be two hours, yeah. and and I'd go into class and like my professor would be like, wow, I was like, yeah, I talked to my dad about it for two hours yesterday. He was outside of class. I was like, uh huh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and they loved it. They thought it was the coolest thing.
0: Uh, I did too. Thank you. I mean, you'll you'll learn this maybe later in life when you're old like me and maybe you have kids. You you just like being included you're, when you're away, you know. And we I know we talked before you left, but you did a great job at keeping the balance of hey, we didn't ever feel like you didn't leave home. You left and were stretching your legs, establishing yeah. yourself out there, but yet yeah, still included us and what's happening and that was cool. So and, and certainly intellectual banter about your educational <laughs> philosophy class or whatever. Yeah. So um obviously you're navigating all sorts of ideology, yeah. right? Um, and I would. Would say, you know, uh, the suspicions that universities are more kind of too kind of ideological. Hey, the, the government solves all our problems, yeah. or education solves all our problems. It's very ideal. Yeah, it's very ideal. A lot of idealisms <laughs> happening. Um, you know, throw off all the traditions and do stuff new like me because I'm smart. That kind of thing goes on. Um, so, as a young Christian, intellectual right um, how was that I mean we, we talked about here on this podcast this example of Daniel mm-hmm. uh, in, in the New Ta- or the Old Testament sorry um, <laughs> really who was taken captive quite literally and was saying hey you're going to help us rule this empire so he had to get good grades at Babylon U he had <laughs> to get he, and then he exceeded all the folks yeah. in the wisdom and knowledge of the Babylonians or the yeah. Chaldeans uh, their, their culture and did really well but yet maintained his distinct identity we were talking about how that's important for all of us as yeah. Christians but it's certainly important for university students how was that did you feel pressures uh, by the swirling of ideologies beckoning uh, for you
1: yeah um, I will say I love my school and I love the people that I was with um, I was really blessed to be with a lot of very intellectual people from very different backgrounds yeah in um, even just where I was living so my hall was eight guys and three girls um, we were all substance free. So that meant that we all committed to not, not come home drunk. Yes, basically that <laughs> not, we were not, not, not going to participate in drugs, alcohol, yeah, yeah, which was phenomenal. And because of that, um, we all kind of knew we had like a same baseline, but we didn't know necessarily why, right, why that right. baseline was there. And it was different for all of us. And we came up for some other times it didn't. And, um, but it was nice to just kind of have that base. And so, We would, every Friday night, my um, amazing RA, basically... Residential
0: advisor. Yes.
1: Um, She reserved this theater for us, this little theater that usually is used for like different events. That really is vacant at the moment. Um, She reserved it every Friday night for us. And we went and watched movies and then we would go and get milkshakes and we'd sit outside no matter how cold it was with milkshakes and cider in either hand yeah. um and talk till like midnight going at politics going at philosophy going at god um because we had a we had a whole range on the political spectrum we had a couple jewish kids we had a couple christians all denominations we had a couple staunch atheists and everybody in between and um in our group, it was, it was amazing. Um, because you always hear the idea that people are like, no, we should listen to each other. We should actually care. And everyone says this and no one freaking does it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, we yeah. did it. It yeah. was the first time in my life that I was like, Whoa, this can actually work. And I can still be friends with these people and they cannot hate me right, if I right. have different ideas. Um, and we all came at it from a perspective of, We all knew one, we were stuck with each other, but two that we liked each other. (laughs) Because Um,
0: because of COVID, you were kinda with your whole people. A lot of the time.
1: And um so we would all people would just like, Hey, let's go get dinner and we'd go get dinner and talk about the election. And I was like, Oh dear, this is gonna be rough because we had had some Yeah. Yeah. We had two guys from the same city in Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania. Right. One, Home of the
0: Pittsburgh Steelers? Yeah, we well, they were from <laughs> Pittsburgh.
1: Won yeah. um, a staunch Trump supporter. Won the complete polar opposite. And we were just like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) how is this going to go? And it was phenomenal. Like no one at the end was like, great, we're going to switch sides now. Um, or really change that much on a lot of their opinions. But it was the first time that they were hearing opinions that were very different from them and listening and listening and truly listening. And then afterwards, to be like, all right, screw it. Jokingly, you're stupid. Let's go to dinner. And that would be it. And so for me, I was so grateful. I know, um, a guy that I absolutely so grateful for, um, super strong, Atheist guy and we there were, me and three of the guys were at dinner and the two of us just started going at it about philosophy, about um basically what is human nature, morality, this whole I mean like hour long thing. And the other two guys like started to like join in at first and then we just went off.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. other
1: two just looked at each other and we we would just laugh because like he and I were like going, going, going and yeah. we look over it, and they were just kinda like, Wow,
0: what, these nerds. What, one of the things that um, even listening to you recount that story again, yeah. um, when somebody actually cares about these yeah. issues, right? Um, it's much easier to have a conversation. Absolutely. And then you realize like, there's other people thinking deeply about them, yeah. and that's even more, you know some of the atheist friends I have made over the years. You, you remember my friend John who passed yeah. away became a Christian actually. He started an atheist, and over yeah. the course of our long friendship, uh, the Lord brought him to himself. And yeah. um, but I always loved John because I respected his mind. Yeah. He cared. He was respectful of me most of the time. Um, well, you can yeah yeah you can give it to each other a little bit, yeah. and uh, yeah, it just creates a richness. And so this is all outside of class course yes. cor- the course you're just- studying curriculum Day yeah yeah
1: how
0: it was well well tell me a little bit about um in class yeah. right because you know there are some folks who say hey people are trying to uh, brainwash people in college you know yeah. uh, trying to influence young minds um <laughs> as someone who who kind of has a, a a view of god that's a certain mm-hmm. you know way that's revealed in jesus right how was that in classes uh where where you being you bringing yeah. your ideas or, or whatever to the table how, do, how did that How's that feel
1: I was in an interesting range of classes um, of very different things. So like in my geology class, for me, obviously like God didn't come up when we're looking at rocks per se, but for me, like as a Christian, I feel like I grew a lot from looking at rocks. Yeah. um, Which was, and like we're going up in the mountains on like field trips basically every week Um, and doing stuff that I just am not normally doing. I'm not a huge outdoorsy person, so I'm not like, yeah, let's go hike a mountain. That's not my thing. But it was really, really just stunning. Um, And to see just like how the earth has changed and moved and how God is in control of it all. Um, it really kind of personally helped me grow, but in terms of like intellectually engaging with people, I also had the opportunity to do that, particularly, which you already mentioned a little bit in my education class. Yeah. Um, and so
0: what was the class? Was it like, um, how to teach people or what? what No. Um,
1: yeah. So it was a first year seminar, which basically just means it's all freshmen, which was a really cool experience. And I got to meet some other freshmen through it, which was really nice. Um, but it's called educating citizens about democracy. So,
0: Ah. yeah. (laughs) How how do you educate the (laughs) folks?
1: Yeah. So
0: about America. (laughs)
1: uh, Yes and no. Um, So we started off the first. It was kind of in thirds. The first third was looking at democracy. What is it? Like, how do we define it? What do we think it is? It important at all? Why do we care? Right. Um, Does it even matter? What is this? Okay. Then looking at education. How does education influence to be a citizen? Yes, basically. How does
0: the people by the four? people so you got to be able to do something you got to be understand what we're trying to do in yes. our democratic process if
1: you are a part of a democracy then you have a role in that government and if you don't understand that role you're not going to be very helpful right. um to yourself or anyone else and so the idea was you know from the beginning founding fathers really were like no education's very important like thomas jefferson did a lot of work on it that i didn't know it was really interesting right. um and then the last part we looked at was okay, how does this actually go into practice? And what is going on in our schools today? We had to do current event stuff kind of looking at, we do fishbowl discussions where online, didn't think it would work, worked great because right. of the people I was with. And,
0: and describe what you mean by fishbowl discussions. Yes. That's insider talk. What does that mean? Yeah, so that's
1: kind <laughs> of a Socratic idea. Yeah. Um, basically, we would have to sign up for two of these things. Right. So like six of us would be able to sign up at a time okay. for an event. So mine would be, let's say it's next week. I would... Um, I would study it. I would read materials, a topic. topic. So like charter schools was one we did. I would read up on charter schools, what he gave me. I could do my own research. I just basically prep my brain for this. We go into that day. The other 12 people, or I guess it was like eight people who were not signed up for that day and the professor, obviously we're on a zoom, um, are all muted and don't say anything. And so the professor says to the six of us signed up who have been studying for a week, this topic,
0: you're in the fishbowl.
1: Yeah, you're in the fishbowl. We're all watching. You're getting evaluated. One of your peers, you don't know who, is evaluating you on how you're discussing, how you're thinking. You don't have to turn. I didn't have to turn a sheet in. Here are my notes. You just had to participate, and you had to really, truly think and engage and bring evidence with you.
0: So you had to prepare for the subject, prepare what you wanted to say, pro-con, even take positions. Yeah, and And so it was
1: to push us, too, to take positions. That was something we had to learn as a group, as well, because one person would come in, oh, it's this. Another person might totally disagree, but it's like, well, let's not. Fight, yeah. and by the end we were like no 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 what do you think throw it down put it don't, put it in there don't be scared <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and really just teaching good skills of discussion as well it's part of what they try and do with a lot of the first year classes is to teach you how to really engage well in a discussion-based class if you've never done it before or if you have done it a lot um, so I loved it it was so fun but yeah. we did those um, and then we really looked at like what do you think Right, um, and our final project was the coolest thing i've ever done. Yeah. Um, I had to interview an, a current educator, so I picked one of Pick my English teachers teacher. from high school, yeah, yes, yeah. and interview them yeah. and record it and with their permission and everything, and then write up basically using all these different people we read throughout the year um, that we've discussed that we've written about right. all these different things, all these different educators throughout American history you primarily as the time frame, um, right. but a lot of just education philosophy which i was loving
0: yeah Um, and so you're 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 talking to a teacher about how they kind of incarnate and live out their own philosophy of education
1: yes and then we had to analyze it so we took their responses and analyzed it comparing it to these actual like theories of education
0: and you were reading people that were like you know, South American communists, yes. kind of a American traditionalist, all these kind yeah, of different, there's a
1: whole yeah. wide range. There were, there was a lot of different opinions on a lot of different sides politically and in the education world, um, as well. And so I had, and then the final part of that project was we had to individually engage that we've been doing in class collectively in a discussion the whole time we had to engage ourselves and, um, had to then, write our own ideas down. And what do we believe about educating citizens about democracy? We had to take a stand on it. There was right. no skirting around it. Like you had to make an opinion and that, um, he gave us flexibility in how we could present that information. And I ended up making a website where I oh, put it all yeah, together. Yeah.
0: Do you, do you think, uh, let me, let me surprise yeah. you there. Do you think, um, like a lot of times, you know, a lot of people are just timid or cautious Uh, today, particularly because there's so much polarization about presenting like, Hey, I really think this. Yes. And so they were actually pushing you to do that and, but then to be respectful of people in that. Yes. Cause that's encouraging to me to hear because there's like, you know, when people can't share what they think and everybody's on the thought police and everything, um, so you didn't feel pressure to kind of hot. Ha- I mean, your teacher that you My interview teacher, was somewhat conservative compared to the teacher to some I of the readings, interviewed was
1: right? conservative. My professor most often was not. He was more um, liberal, and it was really interesting because I was able. So I know what I believe, um, and so I've also thought it through. And I would call you, and I would talk it through, and I yeah. would process stuff so that I was fully prepared to engage with other ideas. Right. And so I think.
0: Do you feel like, as a Christian student, you, do you did you feel a need to really, really prepare well because yes. you're representing a view that's maybe a, a conservative view, even? Yes. It's more minority because, like, and by conservative, I'm not just talking political here. We're yes. saying that. Uh, that there are primary shaping institutions that don't start at the top, but maybe start in life, right? Your, your, your families, yes. your churches, your communities, and then, you know, the government and stuff like that. That's what we mean. When we're talking about where we're coming from. And so you felt like, Hey, I got to get my stuff together because my teacher, to. my teacher might not agree with this. so I want to be ready. Yeah. yeah
1: my teacher, mm-hmm. some of my classmates, and there's a lot of like, it was interesting to me. There's a lot of silent people in the class um, mm-hmm. for, I mean, they warmed up as we went along, but just to, just were hesitant to like put themselves out there, and for me, I as long as I was prepared enough, and that doesn't mean I couldn't be challenged, that doesn't mean that I would rethink some yeah. of the things I believed yeah, yeah. or talking through that. I wasn't like I was closed off, like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. now it, but yeah. I was able to feel ready to go into any situation, and for me, especially so. Like, my dream is to start a, a Christian school, like, yeah. that is what I want to do, yeah. um, and so approaching education from that perspective is very different than the education perspective that I was being presented with
0: from the government from, perspective and, yes. and even like, but what you're, but what you're describing, right? It's a liberal arts college yes. and the word liberal in it's, in its original sense, mm-hmm. you know, generous, um, free, yeah. um, these things are very, very good, right? I love liberalism in the sense of, hey, free exchange of ideas, yeah. people that aren't ideologically mandated to adhere to some line. Absolutely. Um And you guys in college, right, are still, at least at your college, mm-hmm. are allowed to speak your minds. Yes. Yeah.
1: And it was interesting because even though our professor definitely was like, yeah, I think about this, you know, we would, we would disagree with him. He challenge us, he push back, we'd go back and forth. It was fun. And then. But it would be a select few of us who would who would challenge him on stuff um, and building off each other and, and some siding with him, some not. Um, and on different issues, everybody fell different places. But then we'd get online on our discussion post where we had to, every single person had to write up at least two paragraphs about this question off the reading we had to okay, do. Yep, yep. Um, because we'd have, I mean, I read probably 200 pages a week. I mean, it was yeah. so much reading. Yeah. Um, and so many push back against the professor. Yeah. Um, and some some would agree with the professor on some stances, and someone not. And our professor was phenomenal in that he would genuinely be like, okay, I hadn't thought of it that way before. Let's dive deeper into what you're thinking. Why do you think that? And if you could justify yourself, he's like, okay, that's a valid point. I hadn't thought of it that way. And this is like someone who has taught high school, like AP US history for years is now a professor who we all absolutely adored. Um, And, but then strongly disagreed with on a lot of things. And so, particularly for me, I found that super encouraging from the professor that yeah. in an education setting, which is known to typically just focus on a more liberal perspective yeah. um, in general, on like what and
0: centralizing he, everything, yes. everything, standards by for money. everything, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, that kind of thing, which I don't disagree with all of it I, right. I, sure. at all whatsoever. But I think it was super encouraging that he listened to us. Um, and encouraged us, no, I want to hear what you're saying and I want to hear your thoughts and I want you to think about why you think that. Not trying to change our minds necessarily, but just make us really understand. And so for me as a Christian in that situation, I really had to think, okay, well, how is my faith connected to this and how do I then connect to these people who are all coming from different backgrounds yeah, than me, yeah. because I really respect all of them, particularly my amazing professor. Yeah. Um, but how can I really engage with him in a way that is going to be like, Hey, yeah, this is my dream of starting a Christian school. Yeah. What does that look like? Yeah. What does that a mean? A classical Christian yeah, school exactly.
0: too, one that has a certain educational philosophical framework, right? Yeah. That's, um, yeah, yeah, a little different. Um, Yeah. It includes God. (laughs) Um, It's not uh, centered uh, around God. God, Yeah. It's not God locked out. But, but what you're describing certainly makes me happy because uh, one of the things that we uh, in the gospel underground care about is to help others be thoughtfully engaged in the borderlands between church and culture. And so hearing you getting the opportunities that you have both uh, to share your faith and and, then think through and with your faith uh, is really encouraging. Now let me shift gears a little bit. Now I know we could probably talk about social life a lot (laughs) and uh, you know, maybe you guys want to hear about Kayla's social life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She'll tell you all about it for a long time. Um, But uh, tell me a little bit about you. Obviously it, you know, going to find your own church. Very difficult. Yeah. COVID, you're streaming something. Yeah. Um, campus groups aren't meeting kind of in the, in the same way, but yeah, different differently, ways, but different ways. There's Zooms there. and smaller groups and Bible studies. Yeah. How did that part of campus life uh, connect with you uh, as you're going through this kind of weird semester?
1: Yeah. Um, so my goal going in was I knew I wanted to get involved with campus ministry and I kind of had an underlying assumption at some point that I would get involved with leadership with that. Right. Um, Just because of...
0: And we won't name the names of the ones, but you got involved with two different ones in some ways, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: and there were two coming in that I was like, all right, I'm going to look at these two. And then when I got there, I was like, shoot, I don't know how to decide on one. (laughs) So we're still doing both. Yeah. Um, But they had an activities fair online and they had a religious life fair online as well in the first like orientation week. And um, I looked and checked out both. I talked to people from both organizations, really liked them. Um, ended up really connecting with a senior who I talked to in a breakout room. I guess we
0: can say. It's InterVarsity yeah. Reform I don't University think there's Fellowship, any- RUF, IV. Yeah. Because yeah. you haven't picked one yet. We're like, you're not putting one up <laughs> or down. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so I met a girl, a senior from IV, who was like, I'm... I'm starting this first year small group. You should come. I'm from Patrick Henry High School, which is like, I, we played them in soccer. Roanoke. Like, yeah. yeah, from Roanoke. And I was like, I love you. Like, yeah. you're amazing. I'm coming with you. Dragged one of my friends with me. I was like, you're coming. Um, And that small group has been incredible. Yeah. I mean, I cannot Place say Place for it
0: friendship, encouragement. Yeah. yeah.
1: We had a group of, I ended up dragging more of my friends with me, um, and a couple others ended up coming. And we had a solid group of like eight or nine of us with um, two leaders. Then not everyone would come at once, and we were able to meet every single week outside um, in a balcony one time or on the lawn, whatever we had to do, um, spread out. We were safe. Um, but just we went through the book of Ephesians, and it was just amazing. Um, and we had a really mature group that was really able to dive into some tricky subjects that yeah. was really fun. And I just felt like God was really using me in that group to really encourage them and to be encouraged. Um, yeah. And that girl who I was talking about, um, still obsessed with her. She's a senior. When she leaves me, I'm yeah. not going to be okay. Yeah. Um, but she then asked me within a week of me joining and everything was like, Hey, can I disciple you? Yeah. I was like, sure. What's yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she laughs. She goes, I love how you're so on board with this and mm-hmm. you don't even know what I'm asking. Mm-hmm. And I, I had an idea, but I wanted to know what her perspective was. So, I met on- It
0: discipled your whole life. Yes.
1: Yes. (laughs) But I didn't know for her what- What
0: she meant by by it. it, Yeah. yeah, Specific kind of relationship that was different with you than others in the group. She was kind of tapping you up for maybe some leadership or something. Yeah. Yeah, Which,
1: yeah, she's definitely training me. Um, (laughs) But so Tuesday nights I would meet with my university small group and then Thursday afternoons in between classes I would go and meet with her and we just for an hour we would- debrief how are you doing just kind of that kind of thing and then go through this a psalm together that she would pick based on um what she felt like really we both needed in the week and it was just so so good and so good for me but I was still kind of searching for like how can I the other I hadn't done really much with RUF I had so much going on I was like I don't know um what but I really was searching for something like deeper yeah. um in terms of just my to grow spiritually yeah. and it was totally a god thing. Yeah. I was going to buy a sticker <laughs> from <laughs> someone who I didn't even know. <laughs> I just went to go meet whoever was on this running this Instagram the, account.
0: The sticker dealer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well it's for the service organization I'm involved in. Oh, so yeah, like yeah, yeah. I was going, hey, this will go towards our service stuff, buy right. a sticker and Got I it. have a sticker book yeah. <laughs> for the semester. And so I went up and it turned out to be this girl who I had kind of met before, but kind of didn't know. Uh, but she was really good friends with a lot of my friends. And I was like, oh my gosh, hi, it's good to see you, whatever, thanks for the sticker. And then I saw she had an RUF sticker on her laptop. And mm. I was like, ooh.
0: You're like, what's rough? Uh,
1: no, no, I was like, are you an RUF? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm actually a small group leader. Da da da. She's like, I'm going to a Bible reading thing with RUF right now. Do you want to go? And I was like, I had a costume fitting for the show I was in in 45 minutes. I was like, what time's it And She goes, oh, one. I was like, all right, great. I can run. Yeah. So, so I just spontaneously went and I did not miss a Friday after that. Um, and this
0: was with their staff and it interns was with, mainly. And yes. A few people. And a
1: couple yeah. other, um, sophomores and freshmen. Um, just, it's just a really small group. We met in a courtyard in town outside. outside. It was the falls. Weather's Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yep. And really just got to dive into song, different Psalms together. And so, like I had so many avenues where I was like constantly being poured into and I was pouring out. It was yeah. so good. And then I was also leading a group from back home that's been together for four years that, yeah. we, you know, we've really fought to make sure we can keep doing this. Oh, and we did it over Zoom yeah. um, for a while that we did not. We could not get a consistent day because everyone's right. schedules were crazy.
0: And people at different colleges too yeah. were involved uh, that.
1: Yeah, my, my little sister's in it. Um. My best friend who's at Old Dominion and then um, my other really close friends, one's at Tech and like one's at University of Richmond. Everybody is like yeah,
0: connect, connected, connected from out there yeah. from far away. So and that, it's just like being in class. Basically, yeah. <laughs> On Zoom. So
1: I really I was so grateful that within such a short period of time, I was really able to find an amazing just family of faith yeah. there and so many ways that God just answered so many prayers. And yeah. there's still more I'm praying about with those organizations and right, how right. I want to get involved, what I want to do.
0: Well, that's your big challenge. And I, I think we can close with this. Um, <laughs> My question to you is how, this is your question as your dad, also <laughs> as a Gospel Underground podcast host, um, how are you going to sort through all the things that are offered in a <laughs> university setting? There might be a sorority involved. There's lots of education stuff. There's lots of campus ministry groups. There's a million things to do, even the, during, during the masked up season we're in. Um, how can we pray for you to fun, to fun, to funnel these things effectively and not be overwhelmed in life?
1: Um honestly, it's going to be not overloading myself now because I do have more time now and I do have more wiggle room now. Yeah. Like a lot. <laughs> and um just that just wisdom and deciding like what to commit to Yeah. because I have gotten involved with a lot of different things, um, that I, I love all of them. I came with the goal of like getting involved with faith, theater service and something else. And yeah. something else became the library to no one's surprise. Um, and I did all of yeah, them.
0: You're going to work study in the library. Yeah, makes I'm so excited. The, the librarian buddies. You got.
1: Yeah. We're going to like help decorate the library and like run the social media. I'm so oh, stoked. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so like I came in with those goals and like I've nailed them all. Yeah. Um, and now that i'm in the mall yeah. there's opportunities in all of those for right. me to continue to get more invested and so i want to really bad yeah. but should i is the question and so yeah. i think it would just be prayers of discernment really knowing like where god wants me to use me to make the most impact and then also that i don't burn myself out and that like where i can find people that also will pour into me because i am as my ra helper yeah you're a helper calls me a giver i just constantly give 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 which i love to do but there are moments when like i just can't
0: yeah helpers get tired too helpers and then they feel like nobody cares about them and you know oh that sounds familiar. yeah i do that too so um (laughs) Kayla, it's a, it's really your middle name is joy. It's a joy to hear from you how you're doing. Um, here's my advice. Yeah. Um, commit slowly so you can commit deeply. <laughs> yeah. That applies to lots of things. Maybe with guys. No, I'm just kidding. I won't There's give it. no
1: updates there, so don't worry, guys. There's no updates.
0: <laughs> well, we're all uh, cheering for you. Uh, we love seeing young people stretch out into the callings that God has for them. Um, and we're grateful, obviously, as your family. And then, obviously, I uh, here, here I'm looking at a camera, my camera went dead, so I'm not you won't get video <laughs> on this one. Um, everyone who's listening into this, uh, we're pulling for you, Kayla. Uh, some people may feel like you know you, Kayla College Podcast. <laughs> we'll, we'll return maybe if yeah, we I'd get a more to. sense of normal sleep, see, have you back on, or if there's a specific topic in one of your classes that comes up, maybe we'll get on kick it around here but we're glad to have you anytime for having me yeah sorry the video broke you look great everybody Thanks. kayla looks so cute <laughs> with her little hat on but you're not seeing her the gospel underground is a partnership produced in cooperation with the bonhoeffer house you can review us on itunes five stars are acceptable send your comments feedback suggestions you might have questions for kayla send them to us <laughs> At info at gospelunderground.org. We are dialogue taking place in the borderlands between the church and culture. College campuses rolling in them streets. (laughs) Thanks for joining us, Kayla. Peace. Peace. (laughs)